Now, you know, much like uh, you, you let a snake bite you uh, once every so often and recover to build up an immunity to the poison, what you want to do is you grab yourself at a salad bar, you grab yourself an extra packet of saltines and just down that at the end. Then someday you might find yourself out on the streets needing to make a living, and a saltine is a pretty easy find as a freebie you can pick up. And once you've trained yourself to live on uh, such a dry, bland, tasteless meal, <laughs> hey, hey, you're ready for the apocalypse, my friend. That's just a little... Because there's... Free legal advice. Saltine, prepackaged saltines will be plentiful in the apocalypse. <laughs> All the salad bars are still going to be open, Grant. <laughs> the smoothie <laughs> shops, they aren't going to make it. They need the power for the blender. That's, that's true. Salad, salad shops, salad shops definitely, and cockroaches. Salad shops and their lead-lined walls. I've, I was wondering <laughs> why they have those. That sneeze guard is FDA approved. It'll stop a blast. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll take a six megaton blast. No more, no less. I think a, a packet of saltines is going to be like a pearl in an oyster. You're going to be going through a dumpster. So think how many people that have thrown away a fast food bag with a pack of saltines still in it. You're going to be like, yes, fuck yeah. Another, another, uh, <laughs> another Wall Street fat cat walking down the street. I've had my Wendy's chili. I'm throwing the whole bag away, he says. <laughs> yes, saltines for me. Cracker, Rich. Yes. Mm. Uh, I love how your American dream, uh, story is uh hey man you know I'm, I'm here i'm striving i'm doing the best i can but i keep one foot in the gutter just in case <laughs> tell I me that's not what a doomsday prepper's doing Corey. they've got a mcmansion somewhere and they're eating that goddamn mres and those freeze-dried foods just to cycle mm-hmm. them through in case the government comes to get them haha well i'm living on well, apparently today non-alcoholic beer and dreams of saltines but or saltines but uh I'm better than them, so there. <laughs> I like how that's the, the end point you always need to get to. Yeah, I'm better than them. <laughs> that's why they're idots. <laughs> For anyone who, who does any 3D drawing or CAD work, you know you got to rotate the model around to find just the right view. That's kind of how yeah, I yeah. do it. you got to find that perspective mm-hmm. to where, ah, I'm on top. Yes. yes. <laughs> eliminate, other, eliminate the perspective of others and just mine. There it is. Got it. Got it. God, I look great. <laughs> Ooh. Look at That's that. it, Grant. You've done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you believe how wrong they were? <laughs> and they said the back of this model is total trash. I can only see the front. It looks fine. <laughs> yes. My world is a Hollywood Western stage. Yeah, I stand tall like a saloon on a, on a sound stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two stories. I don't mm-hmm. need to go into the general store. But it's, <laughs> it sure is there, though. Woo! So, you guys want to talk about video games? No. Not really. Mm, of course you do. <laughs> I don't understand why you guys are a little hesitant. Not a lot of people know about these things. So maybe I should clue you in first. Yeah, let's start. Webster's Dictionary <laughs> defines video game as a game played uh, electronically with or without friends uh, on Nintendo. <laughs> I didn't actually read that. I, I was curious about that. I, I knew you needed electricity. I wasn't sure if you needed friends. Oh, friends. Okay, then I think I know what we're talking about. I think I know what video games are. I like the idea that Webster's now has, like, sponsored uh, posts where they put Nintendo brand in, like, the the definition Mm -hmm. where they could have, you know, 
put Sega. They could have put. Hey, Webster's but, uh, has to wet their quickly, beak. faster, in a speedy manner. Susie ran quickly to play the latest release from Nintendo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. So hey, you got to make money. I'm pretty somehow. sure. And this is the thing where like you're you're punching each other, but you're in a big mud pit. Is that this is what this is, right? <laughs> that oh, that's mud wrestling. Sorry, that's mud. That's, I, oh, I guess sorry, I don't I know what thinking. video games are. I don't know what we're talking about. I was thinking of cockfighting, at least the way I do it. <laughs> Two men enter. They leave both also, men, but they're leave. in mud yes. in the beginning, and they fight, fight, fight. Both Don't men you guys awkwardly <laughs> shuffle away. Did I ever tell you about my idea? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they fight, fight, fight. I'll tell you guys all about it. Someday. It's a future episode. <laughs> it's my favorite video games where they fight, fight, fight. The two guys go in, and there's there's mud, and they fight, 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 and they leave. So fill me yeah. in. The video video game. The two guys go in to the fight pit and they fight, fight, fight. It's called it's, the uh, cock fight. It's, um, it's, that's the part of the episode where we draw people in, you know, where, where they uh, just... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I got it. We got to draw them in for a while and then we talk about uh, cock fighting. Yes, you know you they can like... Mind. At this point, they very likely would switch to another medium or another podcast. Uh, this is the point where if no, Grant no. had a soundboard, he could just have Matt's clip of saying, this is all getting cut out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you guys play video games. Um, Prove it. Let's start in the beginning. When you guys were kids, when did you start playing video games? Like, what's the first... Uh, time you played them or you really remember playing them? Mine were around the same time you would have been doing it. Like, uh, I remember our aunt was working on computers for college and had like a kung fu fighting game in the upstairs of grandma's house in the girls' dormitory room, right at the top mm. of the stairs. And it had vector graphics and you could jump, and that was about it. Mm. Um, that was one of the first. We had the little kind of pong thing in the basement. Yes. That was like the first one that I got like frustrated with and like. That was my first completist. Oh, played all 12. <laughs> pong, double pong, triple pong, quadruple pong, double double pong. Played them all. <laughs> the double pong. The, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Matt, uh, what, what did you play before yeah, I tried I was to make a say that, joke out of that? The, the first, uh, the one that has to go back the farthest is straight up pong. Now, is that atari or was was there some other generic s system? that was that was just a standalone system that just yes. did pong right yes okay that was made in guatemala thing. yep plugged yeah. into the tv it had some switches to change the paddle size the speed how many paddles yeah you could have four players on the thing that we had it looked like a toilet paper roll tube for their controller that you kind mm-hmm. of twisted the top those That's ice cream push things that are in a tube and you push a little piston through to get the, uh, the orange ice cream out ah the orange push up push up how did I miss that name? Two men enter to get a treat. And they fight, <laughs> and they fight, fight, fight. I, fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but they walked out with push-ups. So it wasn't that I, stupid now, was it? I, orange push-ups were one of my favorite childhood treats. Now that you mention it, but, rule. Uh, they totally uh, rule. Yeah, I remember I, was very, I would have been very young, but I definitely have memories of that game, um, there was a little, there was an element of a this is cool, but also it kind of sucks. Um, yeah, sure. And then the majority of my earliest uh, video game memories are really, uh, I don't even know if it counts like backseat. It's like we, it was like if if our video game 
uh, setup was a suburban with a third row. Like I was sitting in the third row, always <laughs> watching Ben and Corey play uh, NES, and like. I said third oh, sure. row because Corey, Ben obviously it was a pecking order. Ben obviously got yes. first dibs, but Corey got definitely got his share. But even if whether it was for a two player game, even if Ben was a you know out of the picture, Corey then got to play. So I I didn't play that much. I mostly watched hours and hours. But honestly, I was okay with it. I hell I could watch uh, you know at, at the time I I could just watch you guys play all all day long. And that's why like sure. so many memories come up where people are like. Yeah, have you beaten Punch Out? Have you beaten this game? And I'm like, yeah. I ha- oh, nope, nope. Actually, I remember watching someone do it. I've never yeah. beaten almost anything, but I've watched people beat it. Mm-hmm. There's a a fast and crummy, uh, typically oldster kind of take on uh, Twitch, uh, which is a, a live streaming uh, service. A lot of people play video games on that, and people watch them, and they'll say. Ah, you just watch video games, and usually I will say like, "Yeah, but you watch sports. You don't play yeah. sports." Um, but Matt, yeah, I used to watch other people play video games too. You so, know, there was a thing we would do for Matt and Grant specifically, where uh, I remember we'd even if it was uh, just me playing, as Matt said, like, "Ooh, hot seat, open," and I'd yeah. slot in. Corey's a single player game. Corey, <laughs> Corey likes a Metroid. I don't need you. Um, <laughs> just sit back and watch me watch stuff. me wander around, not really trying to beat it. Uh, <laughs> it was just my favorite way to play Metroid. But um, right. we would hand mm-hmm. you the other controller, and you'd control the bad guys. Uh, that was a that's a trick that's forever been used. Here, you hold this. You're controlling the bad guys. Elsa used mm-hmm. it on a kid the other day, um, and it was glorious to watch. <laughs> like I uh, kept like grabbing at the controller. She's like, No, no, no! You control the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I like that. Um, your method of playing a game like Metroid, it's like, I'm like, maybe I'm looking in the book or a magazine or something and I'm trying to help you like, oh, it says you, says you want to go up here. Uh, that's how you get to the next mm-hmm. level. And you're like, I'm cataloging the entire realm uh, uh, down here. I'm going by bombing every single possible square right. uh, over the next four <laughs> hours. Uh, I've got my like, afternoon planned. Because <laughs> I was just searching for secrets and I was happy to do it. If you were like... Uh, it's like if someone came to my house and there's like, uh, there's extra paper towels up here. Like, I know where they are. <laughs> I live here. I'm not trying to find all the paper towels. I'm not trying to hold all my stuff at once. <laughs> but but you are in the basement punching holes in the drywall to see if there's any yes, other rolls of paper towels. <laughs> I'm just beating up my there's house paper to see towels if there's, in here. I'm looking for secret yeah. holes. I don't need to. Yeah. Get up and go to work. Uh, nah, 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 yes. I got bombs to. <laughs> mm. But the nice thing is... um. We'll probably mention the the uh, video game brand Nintendo more than once. Um, most Nintendo games, like from the Wii on, the second controller does do something benign. So you can let a kid, like you know, like Ooh, there is some reaction. Smart. There is, or as like uh, a great example is Mario Galaxy. You're navigating a 3D world. You're bouncing around, whatever. The second controller can like help like shoot enemies or like freeze them for a little bit. Uh, so, like, if you mm-hmm. suck at getting past, like, your kid's learning, you can, like, oh, I'll just freeze that character for a little bit and let you run by. So, like, controlling the bad guys kind of became uh, a thing. For sure. So, That's Grant, what's your first, uh, like, memory of it? Or when did when did you start playing video games? I don't know. It was probably as soon as I could press a button on a controller because we would have had a... Nintendo for basically my entire life. You were so. hooked on Sweet Lady Pixel from day one. Mm-hmm, right away. Yeah. They just, like a crack uh, baby. Yep. I was probably in the womb, actually, and mom was playing Pong, and it got into my bloodstream, and there it is, you know? 
Mm-hmm. That's why I have this uh, big split on my lip. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Fetal alcohol syndrome joke, Ben. Oh. Ben. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I never would do something like that, Grant. Yeah. So maybe, so Grant, it, it was always in your life, but I guess the next part yeah. for everybody is like, as a kid, like just childhood. So let's call this like, you know, through high school, more so the early part. What was, vid- did was video games like huge for you guys or like a big part of your life or uh, a thing that you played it when you encountered it, but didn't dream about it or Corey, probably I, it's uh, a I big fall, part, I would guess. I fall heavily to one side of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh yeah, like uh if I if our family was the type to like uh, take a trip down to like Myrtle Beach every year or something, some town where I could pick up a, a clever t-shirt, I would have purchased a shirt that was like life's what I do when I'm not playing video games. <laughs> and, and I would have worn it unironically. So, uh um, It was old man fishing for you. I remember uh there was like You'd cover your textbooks in like a brown uh, paper bag so that it didn't get all sure. scuffed up or whatever. Mm, and I would draw indeed. like Zelda maps and like video game stuff all over it. Like I, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I could open this and learn, but I could do a non-functional <laughs> version of something I love on the outside. I'd rather mm-hmm. not do the thing that I love and think about all the time than figure out what you have to say. Uh, it's also Therefore, how I approached dating for a while, so... With the book, it's, uh, it's with the nice stuff on the outside. Then it's I am happy. The closeder this thing is, the yeah. more closed I keep it, the happier I am. It's a solid mini table. You got to keep a tight grip on it, otherwise that table comes apart on you. <laughs> they still so was that from like NES times, like through high school. Did you play video games a lot in high school too? Yeah, uh, as much like I wasn't. I wasn't the kid uh, playing on on my calculator. Uh, that didn't appeal to me, and I wasn't the kid in uh, uh, computing class who played like the weird multiplayer tank game with the teacher, and that was class. I wasn't going out every weekend. I had a lot of weekends off, and that was just video games. Uh, I remember in my like supposed to be in college years, uh, I spent most of that playing video games. Um, that's uh, more depressing to say now than I thought it would be. Uh, <laughs> But uh, no, wow. I've always kept up with it, um, and I occasionally work in a video game uh, capacity uh, from time to time. Like, like that's a thing I ended up doing for a long time was like making videos about video game play. So I totally grasp the uh, watch people play it aspect of it. Mm. Matt, yeah, I NES wasn't something that I remember doing a lot with friends. There, to some to some degree, uh, I guess a little bit. I can remember some sleepovers and things like that. But some big ones that stand out. Um, a friend got uh, N sixty four, which we uh, did not have. That to me was mind blowing. I was as much as I could try to go over to his house and um, even just the original Mario. Uh, the the two things I remember were the original Mario and then Goldeneye, but. Um, Oh Lord! My wife and I still play uh, the original. Was it called Mario 3D or, or called Mario 64? Mario 64. There it is. <laughs> uh, we still play that a <laughs> lot. Um, and then the other through uh, college, my college uh, roommate um, who I lived with for what was it, like eight years, um, he had. Could have been PlayStation 1? Probably PlayStation 2. Either way, I, I never had a system. He always had the system. 
And um, we were so, I've mentioned this on previous podcasts, but we were so into NCAA football games. He would get the, the new game each year, and we would have a huge, like freshman year in the dorms, there's probably like 14 people in our league, but we, we would have huge leagues with friends. And like, I still think about that probably once a week I, in my head. Oh, wow. I'm like, again, it's this whole role playing thing where, you know, you're you're picking the strategy and you're recruiting and you're doing all this shit. So then in my head, it's like, I'm starting to take pride in building this team, this, you know, fake team and like mm. having press press conferences in my head about like what I would say after the game and what players I'm proud of and that kind of thing. It's like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we were, we were a little too into that. Mm. Grant, uh, there's, there's lots to talk about stuff, but it was video games, I assume were a huge part of your life, huh? Yeah, it was pretty big. Mostly I just, I did whatever you guys did. Uh, and you guys played video games. So then I did and I played whatever games you played. I didn't know anything about what system was coming out or what new games there were or anything. Sometimes a new game, you would just somehow acquire it or you'd borrow it or get it for Christmas or something. I don't know. And then there would be a new game to play. But I just did whatever you did. And then as soon as you guys left, I just kept doing those same things over and over. And that's why... In high school, I was still playing 64 when everyone else had like a PS2 or a GameCube, uh, and it, I could, as you can like right as soon as you guys stopped asking asking for new things, then that's where like the development completely plateaued, <laughs> and everyone else just kind of kept going. Like, yeah, I'm still here playing Perfect Dark again. <laughs> Let me ask you this though: um, you definitely uh, play games that I've never gotten into. At what point were you like um, a, a booted up AI, and you were self aware, and you were like, oh? Well, it was a slow process. Okay. Uh, some might argue it's still ongoing. <laughs> Fair um, enough. But I remember this is a good example of the insight into the terrifying way my brain works. So uh, I played the game Final Fantasy more times than I could possibly count. Okay. On on like a Nintendo emulator. Just Holy over crap. and over and over again. And you can change the the party. You can have different classes. And like, oh, I'm going to do it with two fighters, a white mage, and a thief this time or whatever. So it just I just played it over and over and over again, just trying to beat it in any, any way I could. And, like, I remember my friend Eric. Uh, we'll call him Eric C. Reed uh, <laughs> for, to protect his identity. Uh, he said, uh, it was like maybe sixth or seventh, I think it was seventh grade. He said something like, Oh, I I downloaded a Nintendo emulator, and he didn't. He never had a Nintendo growing up. He had a Sega, uh, and so he's like, "What game should I get?" And so the first thing I say is, "Oh, Final Fantasy, got to do that." And a few weeks later, he's like, "Hey, I beat that uh, Final Fantasy game. It was really good. Have you ever played Final Fantasy two? And I'm like, eh, "Hmm, no," because I just I knew of the existence of other games, but I just like. <laughs> I'm just like, I get off the ride and go, let's go again. And then right. someone else gets off the ride and they go, okay, what's next? What are we, what's the next thing we're doing? We did the ride. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, what do you mean we did the ride? It was great. So do it again and 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 again. So that made me sort of like, you know, dip my toe into the like, I'll try out Final Fantasy 2, I guess. 
And then in high school, I played Final Fantasy three. And then like it was really in college when I started experimenting with the hard stuff, the Super Nintendo. <laughs> uh, and I guess uh, probably just my love of Final Fantasy sort of like dug its way, like rooted its way into all of the new stuff. And like because I followed my way through that whole series, and then that takes you through like different generations of you know the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, PS two. And then forking out from there is like, well, what kind of, what other RPGs are there? And then like, well, what other games are there? And sort of, I, I think that's sort of where it all uh, comes from. So one thing that you kind of brought up I that I think has been interesting is um, is the platforms themselves. And it, I, I feel like each time there was like a family huddle of, of I should say, you know, brothers, it's like, do we want which one? What are we asking for? Do we ask for Sega? Do we ask for Super Nintendo? And then you have to because it's like you're we're not gonna get both, we'll be lucky right. to get one, honestly. And so you really put all your eggs in one basket. And the thing with um platforms like that, some of them, as we <laughs> did encounter, can be a complete flop. So, like, uh. Uh, what were your guys' takes? So, our first split, our first fork in our um our game blockchain here was the uh. Sega, Super Nintendo. We went Sega. Would you guys say you were happy with that choice? Uh, yes. Uh, the Sega was great, and there was lots of great stuff on it, but we made the wrong choice. Oh, really? Right. I'm only <laughs> realizing that now. We made the wrong choice. There's an emulator for the Switch that has old Nintendo games on it, and it just came out that they have a Super Nintendo. I was like, I'll try some of these. Goddamn, they're all good. Oh, yes. really? Yeah, no, yes. there, there are lots of good titles. Yeah, and I don't recognize most of them. I've only played them on emulators since, obviously. Right. But, but there, there were stuff. Sega titles, huh? Sega. Was... I, I said I said Sega was great. Uh, okay. There's some great stuff on there. I yeah, to be honest, enjoyed it greatly. I don't regret it. I think it. the entire uh, Sonic series sucks balls, but that's just me. Well, that's, I, like, yeah, it's just you. But... I don't regret having the you know being fairly Nintendo leaning my whole life, but also presenting Genesis at times. Um, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any like issue with that's where we went because we found some weird oddballs uh, stuff that I probably wouldn't have found if i just yeah. played you know zelda x, and metroid my whole life x mutants x mutants exactly the game that no one else out of outside of our family has ever heard of i mean and this sure. continued to where <laughs> one year we got the sega saturn uh the year the month it was discontinued in america well we got a video game system <laughs> with no games um and the few that we could find were all strange weird balls like mm-hmm. sega knights mm-hmm. like i don't even remember what that was about or how it worked but it knights was great. into dreams there yeah, it is. that is just, that's insanity it was that's, types yeah. of games that i've never even thought of existing and with the like the up in graphics every time uh every every system i was like we've done it we've hit it this is the pinnacle this is it and then the next one <laughs> mm-hmm. we've done it we've hit it this is the pinnacle was that the next thing we did after sega was sega saturn i think yes. so i think that's the order and it it was like a top-loading disc system and had like a one demo disc. It had Virtual yes, On, which so is a great a, fighting game with robots. Discs. Oh, yes, Virtual On, excellent. Yeah, that yeah, was a good that one. That was a good one. Um, what was the one with Bilano and uh, the Dark, Dark Savior? Dark Savior, one of the strangest, is, hardest games it. I've ever yeah. played. It's like, yeah, it's like, hey, what if it were an RPG plus a fighting game plus a puzzle platformer oh and there's also five parallel storylines happening at the same time right. go <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah didn't we also get that so yeah Corey went with the lead there that like we that was a christmas gift that was a big mm-hmm. deal uh sure i think that was the one where 
Um, we didn't have the right adapter. We opened it. Uh, it was a hell of a Christmas morning. Awesome. Cool. We got the cool <laughs> toy that we wanted. Let's play, let's play this thing. Oh, we can't play it. And then like had to run to the store and like maybe we, they, it was they were sold our, out or something. So our TV was the, from 1950 or whatever. Well, and that's didn't true. Have, uh, <laughs> didn't have whatever <laughs> the modern connector of the time was. Yeah. Well, the thing about not Probably upgrading fast, video. like we had the Nintendo for forever. Staying on that was great because when people got sick of their games, they're like, here's all mine. I don't want them back. Oh, yes. That's true. Yeah. We did continue to just amass games because people obviously were throwing them out. But I think uh, the fact that we couldn't play the uh, the Saturn on Christmas morning should have been like, uh, that was an indication of uh, the future of uh, the, all of the joy omen. that we would get from that system. Cause... I had <laughs> friends who were like hip to video game news and I didn't know where it came from or how it happened or why they were interested but I remember them shit talking the Saturn. They're like, it turns out they're not even going to sell the damn thing in America. And I opened one up. I was like, huh, this is going to be an adventure. <laughs> not only uh, will no one uh, have anything to trade, they'll have nothing to give me when they move on. Yeah. So one of the reasons why the Saturn was a failure is due to a marketing stunt that they did at the when it launched. So it was supposed to come out uh, on a, a Saturday in September of, I think, 95. And they call, they were calling it Saturn Day. Yeah. Ah, okay. I see what they did there. Uh, but then at the E3 conference, which is in, like, June or something, the, like, president of Sega America or whatever goes on stage and says, uh, hey, you know that Saturn that we have coming out in September? It's available right now. You can go to a store right now and buy it. And it was supposed to be like a, you know, holy crap, look at this crazy marketing stunt. You can, the console suddenly dropped. Except it was, A, it was only available in a couple different stores. And all the other stores that it wasn't available in were pissed off and yeah. refused to stock it. Uh, and B, all of the developers were pissed off because they're like, well, we're, we were making launch titles for September and now they're not launch titles. So yeah. why are we developing games for you again? And yeah. And we uh, got both of them. <laughs> Who are the yes. ad wizards who came, who up, who with came up with that one? <laughs> Thought that would be interesting. Spoiled by the marketing. But team. I do like I do like all the little weird gems that we found, like especially on the Nintendo, because we like you said, like we had a trawler net of like stay the course, never gonna change, never gonna change. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Tell you, we, if you eat those saltines, to, yeah, exactly. You get a lot but, of free uh, cracker nutrients, my friends. Mm-hmm. Some of them we just kind of found and were weird. Some of them, uh, there was one, I remember um, I got good grades once and was allowed to buy a video game. And I remember we mm. had a huddle. And I remember my friend was like, I like Akari Warriors. And I was like, we should get that. And we were in consensus. Let's get Akari Warriors. And we got there and I forgot what it was called. Um, or what the box art looked like or what it was about. So I bought Iron Tank. <laughs> which ended up being a great game like that's one of my foundation that's like one, like one mm-hmm. of my foundational games like uh oh yeah i was pissed at you for that right oh yeah uh, <laughs> because uh mom and dad played they each told Corey and i hey you guys uh get good grades of whatever the different criteria were uh then you can get a video game. We both did it, and they were like, fuck. I thought none of them would get it. <laughs> but they fucked up giving won, it to me. They're like, but we both oh, the second did. child. He's a leader. He'll make a decision. So <laughs> nope. <laughs> Corey picked, and it's like, Iron. T- who's ever heard of this game? But uh, yeah, Iron Tank totally ruled. Um, yeah, that was a good one. So excellent. hard, though. So hard. Very hard. 
yeah. what were some other good uh, good gems? Like some of the gems, like I remember no one I no one I knew played Crystallis. That was a cool like uh, Zelda ish oh, yeah. game. Um, no one's heard I just of Loji, the man. Other day, uh, what's the uh, Dragon Warrior or uh, yeah the one un- uh, the one Uncle David gave you? It's like you do a uh, flying dragon. Flying dragon. Flying that's the one. Dragon. Wow, that, that was is a, a weird total one. gem. It's um, side scrolling karate probably, fighter adventure. Yeah, magic. like a lot of these gems, it it doesn't quite hit on all cylinders, but it it tries all this different shit that no other game tried. To where, yeah, you're doing a it's a side scrolling, and then suddenly you go into like a fighting game, and yeah, the uh, combat in that fighting game is really advanced, especially yeah. for Nintendo. Right. But with the targets that the are on there, and the super targets. moves that you can throw people, it's interactive like that. You can block up. I mean. It yeah. was awesome. It's that game's a, badass. That's an excellent game. For for like today's standards, we're essentially we're essentially describing like a really good Punch and Judy show. But um, <laughs> I don't it know. Put so, actual lipstick on the marionettes. You believe yeah. that? Then that's what smeared its hand when the no other pip, puppet beat the other one. It, <laughs> it is a pity. Uh, other, any other gems? Should we skip? A, um, oh, gems. Uh, Low G man was weird. A guy whose superpower is he's got an anti gravity belt. Good luck on your way yeah. down. So I remember seeing a lot of ads for that, but not knowing a lot of people who had them. Whereas, and, and Crystallis had a spread in Nintendo Power that I remember. Um, but uh, yeah, nothing ever for Flying Dragon. Um, hey, but anything- still, there's ones like Low G man, like you said, Corey, that, yeah, I never met another person who had it. Anything where the artwork doesn't match the game, like the, like the Mega Man, like I'm into that. Um, I got my kid and her friend into playing Skitchin for the Sega oh, for a while. Skitchin was yeah. awesome. Skitchin. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, a race where you hold on to cars and hit people with uh, chunks of road debris. Yeah, you beat yeah, was, and you beat the shit out of people. You get fun as hell. I've beaten Skitchin probably like 50 <laughs> times. There's a warning that says don't do it. Yeah. We're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about uh, Jet Force Gemini? I think that was for the Sega. No. That was for the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Nintendo 64. There it is. It was, uh, yeah. I don't know, it was a quirky little like cartoony space shooter like in 3D, but it was somehow a ton of fun. Yeah, that's one that you see on like a uh, hidden gem sort of thing because it was never really very popular. But... Oh, look at that. Now whose idea was just uh, validated by someone else. I feel like a big man. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ben? What were your gems? Uh, I don't know. You guys have have mentioned uh, the, the big ones I was thinking about gem-wise. Um, at least for the the NES. I mean, it, if we're see, I told you there's a lot we can talk about with this with this topic because about what modern ga- are you guys playing now? We can what talk about it, but who going? wants to listen to it? <laughs> That's the title of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Actually, that's what, how yep. Webster's defines podcasting. So uh, I can play us out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Two well, guys I was... enter a fight ring <laughs> in the mud and they get it on. It's a mud cocks. Or not mud cocks. Cock fight. It's cock fight. Fight, fight, fight. They're gonna fight tonight. Speaking of cocks, we had a computer. We had the Wang. Oh, and we juiced true. every bit of video gaming power out of that puppy possible. I was that oh, that became my right. primary uh, uh, hangout for a while. X Wing, Knights of the I Sky, was juicing the power, the flight simulators. But, uh, I was gonna say the game. 
X-Wing, where you are flying um, various Star Wars spacecraft. You're flying them in outer space in a seemingly large uh, universe. was fantastic, and I have not... And I, again, I've been out the game for a little while, but I have not found shit to, like, compete with it. Um, all the recent Star Wars titles that I've played, and again, recent's probably 10 years ago... Like, even the ones where you can get in things and fly around, you, like, hit a wall after 10 seconds and it forces you to, like, turn around because <laughs> the, like, map is so small. And, like, th- those were, like, hard-ass missions and um, oh, yeah. right. great, like, dogfighting. Like, those were fantastic. Yeah, that thing that thing uh, captured part of my soul. There are games that I'm mad I spent time on it, like several Castlevanias, all of Ghost and Goblins, <laughs> Trojan, the oh, unbeatable Trojan. Trojan was great. Hidden Gem. Hidden yeah. gem. Hidden gem, impossible to beat. I beat it. But I could spend all summer in X-Wing and be fine. And I did. And I turned out just X-Wing. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to be more specific uh, to say which summer I was right. even talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Including several that are still coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was some good stuff. Yes, this episode was some good stuff. Yeah, uh, look at that. We did it. Well, A gem. Was- one of the I was thinking like for sure. You know, if TV has taught me anything, it's yes. that the way to get viewership, the way to get those numbers, is you just you put someone on the screen and they just like yell about stuff. Just ah, I'm angry about politics or I'm angry about sports. Can you believe they did that? You know, so oh, you need Stephen to, A. Smith, yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, the, so really you could just sort of like uh you could wind me up and then I can just rant about uh, different things. Hey, Grant, what kind of business like little... decisions did Sega make that was the downfall of their <laughs> brand? Oh, my God. You don't even know, Corey. I, I do. Trust me, you there's, told me. There's... <laughs> no, I've, I told you part of the things. There's I several other things. Uh, Something about an adapter. But, like, there, there's a game that I played uh, last year, uh, and I'll, I'm trying... I will go as fast as I can, but really this is like a four-hour conversation. But uh, yeah, we got time. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure was, viewers will stick around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we did our time nice. already. We're getting the light. It's great. This is like um, when Led Zeppelin's playing live, and uh, they get to Moby Dick, and the rest of the, the other three get to walk off stage while <laughs> right. the drummer does a exactly. forty-five minutes. Leave the drummer out here. Right. I'll just yell, forgetting that I'm even recording <laughs> then, anything. Corey, let's and go then get a beer. Grant's about to eventually. Solo. You when guys come will back, wander uh, back sweet. on. He'll he'll stop when you're back on. Take your time. <laughs> yep. Uh, but uh, I was in, I, I was driving, and there were some of my friends were in the car, and I was telling them about this game that I was playing, and about how fucking frustrated I was with all these dumb things that they were that the fucking designers did, and it's to the the quickest possible way to describe it is that they're you're fighting these battles, and every every battle has different laws that you have to follow, and really the laws are just like, hey, in this battle you can't use this type of weapon or you can't use this type of magic and it's like hey we're you know putting little little limits on you so you got to find yeah, a way yeah. around so in okay. theory it makes sense but then in reality actually it's fucking infuriating because it's stupid and so one of the reasons why it's so infuriating is because you uh there is no reason to ever ever break a law intentionally in the game it doesn't there's no benefit you could possibly gain from it and yet they still allow you to and then when you do they punish the shit out of you they punish you horribly and the only reason you would ever break a law is because you forgot what it was because the battles last like 20 fucking minutes and every I, it happened to me dozens of times just like 
I, for, I would forget what the law was and then break it. And then, oh, great. Now I'm getting my asshole reamed by this stupid game because these jackasses don't just gray out the menu option instead of just saying, don't let me do it. But the point is, I was driving. As I'm yelling about this, I ran through a red light. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, hey, Grant, that light was red. And I'm like, see, oh, there. That's a, that's a perfect explanation of what I'm talking about because I just that's broke a law. A and law. There, yeah, I just <laughs> broke a law, and there's no cops around to tell me to, to you know, right. arrest me. Because in the real in real world, you might not get caught, so there's an advantage. But in the fucking computer game, you're going to get caught every single fucking time. Hey, they allowed you to run that red light, didn't they? And then they yes. punish the shit out of you when you do it. A concrete no, barrier didn't. should pop up right when it's red. And that will stop yep. you. There from you go. Them That'll do it. That If it were designed by the people who designed this game, then yes, that's how they do it. <laughs> but we don't live in that world. What was the t- so there was you go. The, what was the title of that game? So, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Oh. <laughs> that was my second Final guess. Fantasy Tactics. Amazing. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Dog shit. Mm. Garbage. Can Less you imagine advantage. who would play it? Just... So no one play it. You hear that, Captain Travis? Don't do don't it. you play that This one? game that came out 16 years ago, don't, don't play it. do it. Two games enter our challenge ring, <laughs> and they're gonna fight, fight, fight. That's in 7-1 time. Um, oh, that's in 7-1. They're gonna fight those times together but also against each other fight 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 mm-hmm. fight it's cut all getting part. cut out anyway yes i don't have to tell you when to cut, <laughs> cut the mud cocks theme song i know what happens when two men enter or cockfight theme song. Why do you keep saying mudcocks? <laughs> That's my so favorite if you'd football like team. To hear Ben continue to sing the mudcock theme song. Uh, <laughs> Two men. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And to see my schematics for the challenge ring and my uh, rule books, you can find them all posted on Instagram at freelegaladvicepodcast.